0: Blob Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Living Well with Zenobia Bailey. Today our guest was supposed to be Pastor Kenneth Sullivan from Indianapolis, Indiana. Just moments ago, however, I learned that Pastor Sullivan was not going to be able to make it today, and so now we are going to spin by the seat of our pants, and I mean that literally. Um, One of the things that I thought about, and I have been thinking about, over and over again of late is the topic of gratefulness. Please feel free to call in with any comments that you would like to make uh, as we go through this show. And by the way, it was supposed to be 30 minutes, but I'm giving you the heads up now that it will be reduced to 15 minutes. So back to gratefulness. I, I think that this is one of the critical core areas that is missing in our society today. I was just remarking to my husband, Erwin, that over the weekend when I went grocery shopping, I, it was rainy and chilly and I was tired, but I don't like leaving my cart Uh outside of the area where they are intended to go. So I was about to push the cart, and along came this man who didn't have any responsibility to the grocery store, let alone to me. And just out of the blue, at least it seemed out of the blue, he said, ma'am, can I take your carriage for you? I have thought about him. This was on Saturday afternoon. And I have thought about him over and over and over again every day since. And not once a day, but many times a day. And that, to me, is just something that I wish I would thanked him then, but I just wish that I could go to that man again and say thank you and maybe even present him with a, a card to his favorite coffee or tea shop or sandwich shop. That's how much it meant to me. And then it reminds me also of the whole concept <clears throat> Excuse me, of paying it forward. I have committed to paying it forward as many times as I possibly can this 2015. It doesn't always have to be something that's monetary. It can be my time. But I would encourage you all that are listening that if you have not participated in such a in the concept of paying it forward, doing something for someone without any expectation of anything, even of a thank you. It is just so rewarding. Another um, area that um, has been popping up of late is the whole idea of second chances. Uh, Recently I sat in my church and the pastor uh, talked to us about second chances. And I just happened to have contributed to a book entitled Second Chance Living, Out of the Darkness, Into the Light. And so if you will allow me to, I am going to read a little bit from my chapter. The book is published by, in case you're interested, the book is published by Professional Woman Publishing, and it can be accessed at www.pwnbooks.com. Again, www.pwnbooks.com. And so, I will begin. Second chance living, or actually second chances come in all shapes, sizes, colors, and presentations. They are availed to everyone. We just have to look or ask and then receive. Sometimes they're not even second chances. Instead, they are third, fourth, fifth, or far greater. How many chances have you had? How many have you taken advantage of? If by chance, you feel they've not come your way, or at least not in a while, I challenge you to stop right where you are at this very moment and reflect on your day thus far. And I'm just going to pause here just for you to reflect on your day and think about and think about it. Okay, we cannot escape the reality and effects of divorce, separation, betrayal, or death. At times, some of us seem to get more than our share. I've stood with others in each of these instances, and I've walked through more death situations than one might ever think she'd see in a lifetime. News of the big C. A call in the middle of the night that a neighbor's twin girls have been picked up and charged with multiple felonies, opening a letter to find that a spouse no longer wants to be married. The list of loss and grief can be inexhaustible. Nine years ago, my dad kneeled at his sofa with me on his left and my mom on his right to ask the Lord to show us how to trust. Although he was terminally ill and racked with pain, Dad taught me yet one more lesson in a litany of lessons regarding what it meant to take every opportunity and make the best of it. You see, in less than an hour, he was rushed to the hospital. Two hours later, he began to drift, eyes disoriented. I called the nurse, who in turn loudly and forcefully called his name. I watched my dad reorient, Then, from seemingly nowhere, one and one-half hours later, my dad left us. I often find myself reflecting on his action and words right before we left for the hospital. They inspired me then, and they inspire me now. I hope they always will. I've just returned from a visit with my mom. We live on opposite ends of the country. Along the way, Kasha, an excellent therapeutic massage therapist, offers me much-needed recovery from my flights. For the last six years, after each visit with Mom, I've asked the Lord to allow me to see her one more time. He's granted me many second chances. I'm grateful for each, knowing that sooner or later, if I survive her, I will have to face another incident. Of loss and grief. It doesn't matter, you see, how these companions visit us. We are thrown off our feet, drenched with confusion as we are reeled back and forth, grappling with denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance, which are considered the five stages of grief. Sometimes, one stage overrides all of the other stages. At other times, Not all stages raise their heads, and there are times when additional stages are referenced. The point is that no matter how many stages we engage, they are very necessary to help us place one foot in front of the other, getting us to another second, another minute, day, another week, month, year, to yet another chance. are all conduits along our various journeys, addressing the subject of second chances, I must acknowledge the lives of two phenomenal women. Lilia, born in the early 1900s, was the oldest of eight children. Although a math genius and quite the student across the board, she was needed in the cotton fields and ladies' kitchens in order to help her parents care for the basic needs of the family. Still, this determined woman saw a second chance for her son who imparted his vision of the passages mostly financial that would be required. Against all odds and with insurmountable sacrifice, Lilia mounted the necessary funds for the initial gateway that clicked again and again, leading to the crowning of a Ph.D., in nuclear physics and chemistry for her son. Ophelia, born in the late 1800s, birthed nine children and adopted one. She enjoyed a few more privileges than Lilia, including the ability to complete her education and become a school teacher. In the process, two of her children followed in her footsteps, becoming educators. One became a principal, the other a teacher. Lilia, and Ophelia are my wise and loving grandmothers. Both were conduits for change and second chances for countless, including me. And then I'd like to share, that's a, 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 a rendition of a portion of the chapter that I contributed. And then now I'd also just like to pause and uh read to you just a, a, a glimpse of one of my favorite poets, Robert Frost. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Where are you on your road? How have you made a difference? We started with me reflecting on gratefulness. In 2015, we all have a brand new brush or pen or pencil to stroke and create new new paths, new beginnings, pressing our restart button, as someone recently said. And so today, again, we are going to end this show early. I um, would love to have it at another time, and hopefully uh, Pastor Sullivan will be able to join us then. And so for now, I'm going to say farewell and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Just to give you a heads up on... January the 26th I'd like for you to join us again at 3:30 Pacific Standard Time 6:30 Eastern Standard Time to hear from two very seasoned wellness consultants who live healthy, wealthy and wise. Joanne and Jerry Aldridge will be here and until then live out loud and live well.